You're listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Mod Advisor and are able to give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. It's going to be a great year in 2022 at Florida Risk Partners now that IPFS is in the game with their total pay strategy, we can write excess and surplus lines and completely remove the agency bill from our agency. People, if you're not using total pay by IPFS, you're definitely leaving money on the table. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Having partners like Mineral only bolsters the fact that your clients do not care about the insurance. It's all of the value that you're able to add. And with partners like Mineral who can help with both HR and environmental health and safety, we can't help but win. This is Power Producer Shop Talk. Production redefined. Are you ready to feel the power? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Power Producers Shop Talk, where I'm giving you the intro and the beards over here issuing certificates. Just slaying certs right now. Have no clue what's going on in life, but <laughs> I do know this. I do know I've got a nice renewal meeting here in about there two hours. And going to go ahead and round that account out with a little bit of benefits. Nice. So, yeah. Benefits are the best. They're the best because we don't do them, but you know who does? I do. Clayton Wood. That's right. He does mad benefits. (laughs) I think that guy, like if he could liquefy benefits, put it into a syringe and inject it intravenously, he probably would. (laughs) I do actually have one to send to him. The... um... The steakhouse. They have 50 employees or more? No. Uh, I don't think Wood's going to... Probably not. Yeah. Um, I you know what? If I forgot you, that crucial Let's go ahead piece. and say this, by the way. You know, and I'm not going to belabor the point because I do have a, a good topic to talk about. But if I'm Clayton Wood, there's a 100% chance that my marketing campaign would be, I'm going to lay the wood to your benefits. 100%. That's what, I, that's what I said when we were on with him. Oh, I didn't even, I don't even remember you saying that. Yeah. There is a one perfect then. I'll give you credit for it. I don't care. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I, I, I was like, awesome how, whoever came up with it. I, I was like, how is your marketing campaign or branding not something revolving around laying the wood? Well, and the other thing is my clients would get a thank you gift that had my logo on the front and it would just simply say sport and wood. <laughs> mm hmm. Because that's what you said. I said the laying the wood part, and you said sporting wood like right after it. <laughs> well, at least we're at least we're consistent in our thought process. If nothing that's else. right. But, you know, I've been thinking a lot lately. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today is like as producers. So many times we talk about it, we beat it to death about how people are worried about selling a product instead of solving a problem. I'm beginning to believe that our peer group does not understand how to even identify those problems that they need to solve to get information. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, at least on this episode. And we may bleed over into another one from it. But as I've gone around and 
spoken in the recent past, and I'm getting ready to head up to the big eye of Georgia next week in Savannah. You're just doing big eyes of everywhere. Oklahoma, freaking just just big eyeing it up. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm not going to go everywhere. I'm limiting how far I go um, and where I go. Oklahoma is awesome, by the way. Never had been there before. Great town. Hmm. We were in Tulsa. Um, really wish I would have probably built a day on either side of the trip just to kind of go out and explore. Um, went to, by the way, this is my ADHD kicking in because I'm already in a completely different direction than where I was headed. But we went to this place, man, called, um, I think it's called Bull in the Alley or something like that. I don't remember. Hey. I'll, have to, I'll have to go. Hold on. Let me look because Trent Willis is the one I went with him and Wes Becknell and, and, um, a couple of other people, but um, let me see what this place is called. Cause I am going to give them a shout out. The restaurant was fantastic. Um, Bull in the alley in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hmm. You of, you would love this place. This is so far right up your alley. Um, High end steakhouse, yeah. but also Bourbon. Basically, basically a speakeasy. Oh, like, nice. So it's crazy because you go, you literally walk down this alley and there's a big green door and there's no sign, yes. nothing. You just open the green door and there you are at the entry. You gotta have to give them some sort of like, yeah, that's secret the problem. Password. There is no secret ah. password, but um, it had that feel to it, man. Yeah. And, you know, dude, we got a 48 ounce tomahawk ribeye that they sliced off the bone for us. Nice. Four of four of us split it. Really? Okay. And you normally think four people split, dude. It's freaking I mean, three four, pounds 48, of steak. Yeah, forty-eight ounces. I mean, think about a twelve-ounce steak. Like, I don't order a twelve-ounce steak when I go out to eat. <laughs> like, I get an eight, maybe a ten. So, yeah. I mean, it just depends. Like most ribeyes, I think, are probably like ten ounces when you get them at the steakhouse, right? right? Yeah. Like, that's a fillet, pretty. Uh, I mean, usually six or eight ounces steak. on a fillet. But yeah, it was it was huge. It was very very good, man. But they oh they had these. I'm a big fan of the potato wedges at Publix that you get in the yeah. deli. I mean, who isn't number right, one? Right. But they had like the homemade version of these where they had obviously hand cut the potatoes, seasoned them, and deep fried them. They I'm gonna go out on a limb. Best version of that I've ever had. Ever nice. I would I would literally jump on a plane and fly to Tulsa for dinner tonight if I could. There you go. Interesting. I'll have to keep that in mind. Yeah, but anyhow, it was a cool place. But yeah, I mean the the big eye thing is interesting, man. I really enjoy meeting the people when I go there, um, especially the young agent stuff. I think that that I I mesh better um, with those people. I think I ruffle the feathers of the old guard a little bit. You know, I, I'm sure everyone's no. shocked by that. But um, yeah, right. I but mean, I'm taking Annie. I'm taking Annie to Savannah with me. It's a long weekend. Oh, Savannah's cool. When you're yeah. and you're doing that when next week? Next, next week. week. Okay. Yeah, I go. Uh, I go Wednesday. And uh, a go don't forget about the Beho coming up. When's that? 11 11 Friday. Got to get a squad together. Oh, 11 11. I'm 11 11. Dude, I'm in Napa. Ooh, nice. I can't do it again. What's going on in that? You just going to Napa or is Big Eye of Napa? <laughs> never been. Yeah, Big Eye of Napa. Exactly. <laughs> I've never, never been. All right. Well, we'll have to talk about that because there's some cool places you need to go. Um, already booked for a good bit of it. It's, it's changed a lot too, because of COVID, right? So you have to get a party bus to go to some of the wineries because yeah. that's the only way you can get a bigger group in at this yeah. point. 
that's oh, you what were we there did. Since, you were there since COVID. So we, I was there literally a year ago, November. Okay. Yeah, so we're definitely going to Camus. We're definitely going yeah. to Cake Bread. Those are already booked. But it's not so, just me, man. It's not. It, I'm going. It's me. It's Mick Hunt, Chris Paradiso, oh, Bradley nice. Flowers, Scott Howell, Matt Namoli, Carrie Wallace, Jeff cool. Roy, and Daniel Song, and all of our spouses. That's are a pretty. That's a pretty together. strong group. Uh, yeah, it's it is it's, uh, it it is pretty strong, and I hope <laughs> they have wine left when we leave. No kidding. So. Uh, <laughs> Round Pond is where we went, and and they supply Camus with a lot of their grapes. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's right across the street. But anyhow. yeah, so it's pretty cool, man. I did it right because Annie's been dealing with a lot of crap at work, anyhow. So we are flying out uh, the night before. I think we're flying out there Wednesday night, and we're going to stay at the Ritz Carlton at Half Moon Bay out uh, below below San Francisco. But um, Mm -hmm. when so Daniel Song's the one who kind of coordinated this whole thing, and when he sent it out, he sent us a deal with uh, a deal from Costco, and like we got the place we're staying plus a spa credit plus a rental car, and then I upgraded the rental car to a convertible. So we'll be driving a convertible from Half Moon Bay up to Napa. There you go. That's the way to do it, and it'll be. It'll cool. be perfect out. It won't be. I mean, it wasn't like freezing when we were there. It was chilly, but I mean, you also, I would recommend checking out Alcatraz because <clears throat> that was pretty cool. If you guys have time to do that, I plan on checking out a fine variety of cigars on the porch of wherever we're staying. There you go. So we'll see what happens. But anyhow, back to what we were talking about. I think people have a hard time identifying you know, how to figure out the problems. And the thing is, part of the issue is the only solution has been to sell them insurance, right? So if you don't understand, if you don't have a a robust value prop, if you're not using mineral, if you're not using KPA, if you're not using any of the other people out there who have support for you in terms of content or client portals or whatever else, then you don't understand it. And I get that. But if you're using that stuff, I shouldn't even say if you're using that, if you've bought that, right? Mm -hmm. This is how, this is how you use it. This is how you get the rubber to meet the road. And I think there's so many things like that where people will hear us talk about it, or they'll go to a conference and they'll have somebody that they meet with in the vendor area that sells them on a product. And then it sits, collects dust. And it's always the software's fault, right? Always because, Oh, it didn't work for us. We spent all that money. Well, they never used it, right? They didn't have a process around it. Mm-hmm. So today, what I wanted to talk about, at least on this episode, is how you can identify the problems that people have by asking them and an, by answering the questions that they don't know they have, right? So if you think about it, most of the time when somebody sits down, they're thinking about um, their experience mod being above one. Or their worker, even even more elementary, why did my workers' comp go up this year, right? Right. Well, right. you and I both know that it could be the experience mod, or if it's in uh, a state outside of Florida, perhaps it could be that the scheduled rate or the, the rates were uh, debited as opposed to being credited, or maybe they were moved from uh, an underwriting company that had a lower loss cost multiplier to one that is higher, which forced the overall rate up in the premium subsequently. But um, you know what they don't realize is all, in many cases is all of the other things that contribute to that. The average business owner or decision maker doesn't 
they equate a workers comp problem to an increase in premium. That's their workers comp problem, right? Now they would, they may know that they have accidents, but at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know how many times you've heard this. I know I've heard it a lot where you'll go in and somebody say, you know, my workers comp carrier jacked my rates up. And all we had was one, you know, we've had only had one bad claim yeah. in the last five years. And right. now I live with it, blah, 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 blah. Well, then you find out that claim was $250,000. Right. Yeah, and, 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 and they're paying 20K in premium. Correct. <laughs> and so they, so they don't understand it. So, you know, that's a great opportunity to sit down and educate somebody on, well, you know, it's not quite that simple. Here's how it works. And we walk them through, you know, state administered pricing, the experience mod and all of that. But, you know, I think that part of the reason people don't use products like mineral is because they don't understand the power of using them at the point of sale and in prospecting. And mm -hmm. so, you know, for example, Talk about the prospecting part, because the, the, the point of sale seems a little bit, in, at least in my perspective, seems a little bit more straightforward. But what about the prospecting aspect of it? Not to derail your, your thought process there. Yeah, but no, 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 no. I was going to talk about both of them anyhow. But I mean, from the prospecting standpoint, they've got all kinds of marketing materials in there, right? So let's just say that we... Um, we see somebody who had a spike in their mod because we pull the mods before we go talk to people or talk to them on the phone. We see somebody who has a spike in the mod and we're led to believe that it's, you know, got something to do with, um, you know, indemnity claims or maybe, maybe claims in general. Right. So uh, from a prospecting standpoint, maybe I go in and I, I open the conversation talking about an accident investigation process or an accident reporting process and find out who handles that. And, and is it formalized and what does it look like? And if they don't have one, have the ability to say, well, here's an example of the workflows that we provide our clients. Don't give them the whole program, but give them kind of the outline so that they don't feel threatened. Right. Because I feel like if you give them the whole program, then all of a sudden it's like you're trying to maybe come out a little bit too strong. But if you give yeah. them an outline, it's more like, hey, here's this. You can try and figure it out. Or I'm going to say, look, you know, here's the overall process that we talk to our clients and prospects about. But, you know, probably not something you necessarily want to try and implement on your own. Right. So we also have the ability to set up time to come back to you and talk about that. Mm hmm. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think that's good for sure. Um, I think it definitely can be depending on the size of business and, and the scope of everything. It can totally be overwhelming if you come in really hot out yeah, of the gate. You don't want to come in really hot. But I mean, the number one example that I always use is the benchmarking reports, right? You know, going yep. in and using the salary benchmarking, you go in to talk to somebody and they're complaining about the fact they can't keep help, they can't find help, whatever mm -hmm. else, and they're throwing objections at you. And that's a great, I mean, if if that's the case, they're playing right into my hands. Like, you know, it's funny because that's exactly why I'm here today. I'm not going to take any more of your time, but I did want to leave this benchmarking information that we've got on uh, the average salary for people in your industry in the Bay Area, the state of Florida, and the nation. The other thing though, I mean, if you- And how long does it take you to do that? I mean, to go into- mineral or kpa and and put together a, a a benchmarking report for plumbers in tampa bay of the side let's let's call them you know let's say they've got 30 or more employees or whatever not five minutes right right so i mean and the other thing is you're leaving them something of value that they're likely to look at so you always want to have something else in your drop folder 
um, in addition to that benchmarking report that ties it back to the agency. But there's a hundred percent chance they're going to open that. They're goal. likely to look at it, and they're likely to have never seen it before. I mean, they yeah. may they may like you know research on their own a little bit, like okay, what you know what's the how much is you know my competitor XYZ company paying their people on average? But they don't have a full-on benchmarking report for the entire industry. Right. Yeah, so, I think I think the other thing too, though, is um, a lot of people are going to say something like, well, we don't have that and our agency doesn't have the money to go buy it or my agency principal is not going to you know, get behind us doing that if it's going to cost money. So you know what? Here's the thing, people. If you're not getting that kind of support, go work for a different agency. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I hate to say that, but that that's number one. Number two is we got to get rid of this, this scarcity mindset that everybody has. If you constantly are hearing how much does it cost, how much does it cost, how much does it cost, and you're not hearing how much will I make, how much will I make, how much will I make, <clears throat> you're in the wrong place, right? Scared money don't make money, player. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that that's part of it. But... <laughs> If you don't have the ability yet to invest in a tool like that, go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics website and make your own, man. Go to your go to the OSHA website and make your own benchmarking reports. The data's there. You just need to get a little bit of creative formatting, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I think that's a big deal. I think that too many people don't they think that you have to go get the software. Now, don't get me wrong, man. Mineral is a breeze oh, for us. For sure. Um, but I think that is, I mean, we talked about solving, you know, people's problems and answering the questions that they don't really know that they they have necessarily. And I would say that that is right now what I'm hearing the most from a lot of our prospects and clients is that it is really tough to find the right people and to keep them. That's the biggest issue that everybody's facing that I've been, that I've been talking to recently. And obviously that's going to like, if you don't have the right people, that's definitely going to lead to more claims for you for, for workers comp. I mean, if you're, well, it's, it's, it's not even, so it's that, but it's also the, the, the whole think about this, man. You've worked a number of jobs. I've worked a number of jobs. People give me crap all the time for the type of the amount of life experience I have. And, you know, it's fine. You can bust my bust my hump about it as Screw much as you people. want. Um, but most of the, you know, what they don't realize is the reason I've done so many things is because for the majority of my life, I've had three jobs. So, you know, the guy that you're poking fun at is actually out busting his ass working three jobs to take care of li- uh, life's needs in, you know, getting life experience as a result. So the only ones that's la- the only one that's laughing is me because it's helped me be way more successful in my sales re- uh, sales career because I can find more common ground with people more quickly. Right. You build. Yeah, I just get Great. fired a talk- lot. Yeah. Well, you know, you build you build pools. Great. I can talk to you about that. I did that for a little while, you know, yeah. a- any number of things. Right. So, well, it helps you relate with people. But the thing is this here. Here's what I was where I was going with that. Yeah. How good did you feel about going to work every day if you weren't trained to do the job the right way? You know, how good, how good did you feel if you didn't have the tools that you needed to perform the right way? And so here's where, here's where I was headed. You know, when you start answering the question that people don't even know they have, you're going in and you're backing them into your solution. Now, you know what the solution is and you form your questions along those lines. So using mineral as an example, 
instead of me going in and just saying, hey, we have this great software product that we give to all of our clients and we'll even let our prospects try it for 90 days, whatever else. I'm going to start with questions like, tell me about your hiring process and let them yeah. talk. Right. Tell me about, okay, so that, that sounds great. When you um, hire people, do you have applicant uh, tracking or anything like that? Great. And is that something that you pay extra for? Or do you get it from your payroll company and they charge you or whatever else? And the whole time, I'm getting an inventory of everything they're doing. And even the whether I write it down or not, I'm also keeping track of how much money they're spending monthly or annually to do those things. And yeah. so- I think that's a big deal, but I don't stop there. It's like, tell me about your hiring process. That's cool. Tell me about onboarding. That's great. When you're onboarding people, I'm sure that you're you know, getting them enrolled in your company's training program. Take a couple of minutes and describe that to me. Oh, that, that, that's awesome. Can you let me know, do you do that online or is it something, you know, something that's more <laughs> manual and in person? And do you have record keeping that happens automatically with date and timestamps? And, you know, we're going to drill You're, down into all the things that yeah. we know that Mineral does that they're not getting right now. And we're going to create FOMO around something that has absolutely nothing at all to do with the insurance. And then we're going to lay it on them and say, the reason I'm asking you this is because you told me you had a problem with turnover. And even though it doesn't, it isn't directly affecting your premium that you have a turnover problem. Here are the things that are likely happening or could happen in the future. And you're spending all of this money to buy your insurance somewhere and you're not getting this. This is what all of our clients get. So we're not asking you to spend any more money. Mm -hmm. We're just asking you to take the money you're spending in one place move it to another place and get a better outcome as a result. Yeah. And you're leading them down that path of discovery. Um, and it's, and they're going to feel like they kind of did it on their own, right? Like they're, they're going to come to the realization that they have all these gaps and it's not like you just sitting down and being like, all right, so, um, you know, tell me what your pain points are or tell me, you know, tell me what, um, what you're having issues with, because that's like a, I mean, first of all, that's that's kind of a lame question. But second of all, it, it it it's an overwhelming question, and they may not know the answer to it. But if you're if you're dictating the line of questioning and kind of leading them to the ultimate goal, which is like, okay, we have these things. You're already paying for your insurance program, but we're gonna give you this stuff that you're not getting at no additional cost. Then that's then that's huge. I think that um, a, a lot of times what what people do is they just go about it, the, the line of questioning the wrong way. I mean, if you, if you're starting with that end goal in mind, like you're talking about, then they're going to arrive there and they're going to feel like they did it themselves. And that's, that's ultimately, in my opinion, the easiest way it's more, it's more natural and more conversational. So here's the thing, take it to the extra two minutes now, because we have a rough idea of what we're walking into in most cases. How hard would it be for us to spend five or 10 minutes to prepare even further for that appointment by going in and finding a couple of sample resources that would answer the questions that we're thinking we're going to hear and have them with us printed out in color, co-branded, so that when the person says, yeah, you know, um, we, we really don't have a formalized training program. 
And I say, you know what? I actually kind of felt like I might hear that from you today. So what I did was I created this graphic for you. That's actually the catalog of all of the courses in our learning management system that we provide. You know, and here are the, here are some things that we've talked about today. Here's the discrimination training we discussed. Here's the sexual harassment training we discussed. And, you know, you told me you had a problem with somebody falling off of a ladder. Here's the OSHA, OSHA certified training for ladder safety and exactly what you need to do. And I said, we can drill down on as much of this as you want. I didn't want to inundate you with information, but I figured right. just by thumbing through this, you would see how robust it is and we can customize your training program specifically for you. I still haven't even talked about the insurance, man. Not, right. not, not, not one time. <clears throat> and so I, I sort of lost my train of thought when I was just talking a minute ago, but I remembered what I was going to say. And it was not leading in with like, oh yeah, we've got, we've got mineral, we've got KPA and here's all the things that it can do because that's, that is totally overwhelming on the front end. And if you're, if you're the prospect and you're sitting there, it's like, okay, this person's coming in telling me, that they're going to just give me all this stuff or that, you know, I need all of these things. It seems like it's a lot and it's going to probably cost me things. And it's creating all this doubt and all these questions in their head. Whereas if we kind of go in with that line of questioning, that's going to lead them ultimately to the, to the end goal, which is like, okay, I can use this stuff that that they're going to provide me. That's the way to do it. I mean, think about when anybody like calls you or, or tries to sell you something and they just hit you with like all of these things, all of these solutions, all of these products or whatever, it's, it's, it's over. And you're, you're all, you know, what this hundred percent true story happened to me this morning. I get what was probably one of the most creative. I shouldn't say one of the most creative, but it was a relatively creative approach from somebody who was reaching out to me cold. Right. Uh-huh. They found, they obviously had found me on LinkedIn, but the guy sent me a video and he did a good job, a reasonably good job with his scripting. But in the also on the page that I was directed to was not just the video, but it had his calendar embedded on the right hand side. But his whole pitch was, hey, David, I'm reaching out to you because you have a podcast like I have a podcast. And he is scrolling around my LinkedIn showing, you know, power producer stuff on there or whatever. And he said, I bet you're just like me. And you're constantly looking for ways to create more content because you just don't know how to do it. And I'm like, that's where you lost me, dude. You completely do your research because if you did, you'd realize I probably bury you on a weekly basis with the amount of content that I put out. And that goes back to just not doing your research of who you're going to talk to. And that's the, Mm -hmm. you know, those are the issues you run into with the mass marketing over, over the internet. And he also, by the way, my all time favorite in a video, Hey, David R., I know that you have a podcast. Like, really? Verbally said David R. to me. So it's like, wow. Like, so maybe it wasn't even a per, maybe it was actually just a bot. Maybe it was a a bot with a voice. I think it was Hologram Tupac. (laughs) Oh, sick. That would be awesome. But I mean, that's that, you know, I don't want to belabor the point any, but, you know, I think everybody can understand what we're saying here. If you you have an account that you know has issues or you suspect have issues, Go in with the solution and let them ask the question in their own mind, right? They don't even, they're not going to audibly ask you because that may be embarrassing to them. But if you go in with, it may be embarrassing and they may not know what question it is that they need to ask. Right. A hundred percent. And so the other thing is, you know, again, if you don't want to use something robust that makes this so much easier, like Mineral does, and you want to do it yourself, go to like OSHA and pull down the top 10 cited violations for that mm-hmm. industry and share it with them. Right. 
mm-hmm. and talk about that. And I used then, to do that before we had uh, before we had mineral in in, in KPA. And and then basically what you can do from there, let's just say that one of them is Hascom, right? Because that's typically up at the top of the list for OSHA violations, and mm-hmm. very few people have it. Go in with a copy of a sample Hascom program with you and say, hey, look, you know, top ten. Just wanted to show you. Here's has this one's number one for your industry. And I wanted to bring you a sample of what our Hascom program looks like. Realize it could maybe be a little overwhelming on you, but I wanted you to have a look. This is something obviously we would be able to do tailor directly to your firm, but it's also really important. I wanted you to have it in case OSHA happens to come and visit. Mm-hmm. Solid. I mean, they're going to remember that, right? And then you follow up the next the next week when say, hey, it was great. Meeting and then, okay, you. so that's the other part that's important too. Like you're not going to go in sometimes on a on a drop or just like a, like whatever and and give them this and just they're going to be like, oh my god, I need to hire David. Like you're going to have to follow up with them several times. I mean, that was like when I was selling office supplies, that was like very very rarely was I going to my my goal was to go make the sale when I walked in. Very rarely was it happening on that first time. There was. A million times where I had to go back five, six, seven times, maybe within a two, three week span. Now, you know, with in, in our industry, maybe it's not that frequent, just based on the buying cycle. It's it's not, you know, something that they're running through and, and using like paper and ink and so forth. But you've got you can't just expect that it's the magic sauce and you're gonna go show up with the benchmarking report and be like, hey, I did this for you, and expect that you're hired right there on the on the spot. Yeah, no, I agree completely. So, you know, I think that's probably a good place for us to end right now because otherwise we're just going to get on the never-ending merry-go-round of answering questions that prospects don't know they have and and go into all of the different things that we talk about. So we'll kill this one and we'll move on to the next. Everybody have a great week. Listen, if you have never gone and rated the podcast or left us a review, I'm I hate asking for stuff like that, but I also feel kind of slighted because we just don't have that many people that actually take the time to do that versus how many people we know download this thing and listen to it. So if we could be so humble is to ask for you to take the time out of your schedule to go to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen. Go ahead and give us a, you know, a rating. And if you'll take the extra two seconds, I'm not even asking for two minutes. Just leave us a comment. You can tell us that you enjoy it, what your favorite episode was, what one thing is you've learned, what kind of deal you've closed as a result of our advice. But please take the time to do that. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Yep. been listening to power producers shop talk you can follow us at the power producers podcast on facebook and instagram and if you want to take your game to the next level check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book the extra two minutes